welcome to the school's success formula. I'm Lucy Parsons, um, academic coach, host of this podcast and YouTube channel, and um, founder of Life More Extraordinary Academic Coaching and the Extraordinaries Club. Today, we've got Zoe Holland here, who um, has been here several times before, actually. But today, she's going to be talking about how to revise A-level politics. Um, And this is because she's going to be teaching an A-level politics masterclass in um, the Extraordinaries Club on the 26th of February 2022. So today in this um, podcast and video, we're going to be covering some top level pieces of advice for students about succeeding in A-level politics. And we'll let you know what you can expect from the masterclass if you would like to sign up for that. Welcome today, Zoe. Thank you, Lucy. It's great to have you back. You've done the A-level history and the A-level sociology podcasts and masterclasses already. So I'm so excited about the politics one. <laughs> great. So am I, actually. It's, and it's funny because a lot of the advice I've given for history and sociology um, is very different for politics and I think this year, more than any other, it's it's going to be really useful for students to get some up to date um, help, advice um, and some tips given um, that everything seems to be out of date so quickly. So I'm looking forward to helping as many students as I can to, to grab an A star this year. Brilliant. Okay, so what we're going to do then today, I'm going to ask you some questions and you're going to share some expertise. And I thought we'd start with a question. What do A-level politics students find hardest about the subject? That's a great question. It varies greatly from student to student. I think um, for this um, year 12 and year 13, The biggest problem that politics students come up against is the fact that everything's moving so quickly and has done uh, since the last textbooks were printed in 2018. So their biggest problem is actually keeping up with the pace of, of all the new developments, which is where I'm going to be helping them out during masterclass with some up to date case studies and examples that they can actually use in their examinations this year they also find um, essays hard to crack sometimes and often knowing exactly how to structure a paragraph for an a star that can be a challenge um, as are the source questions and how to make best use of the source and to collect up every mark possible so that students can get the very best grade that they're capable of achieving. Yeah, yeah, those are tough challenges, and particularly the political climate that we're living in. I mean, it's just crazy how fast it moves and how much can happen in a morning sometimes, <laughs> let alone a day. Um, so, yeah, that, that's a real challenge for A-level politics students. So how can A-level politics students cope with that kind of level of information overload if they're constantly trying to keep up with both their studies but also what's going on in the world of politics? That's a great question it's a very different thing to be a politics student today than when I was studying for my degree um, a few years ago well 
more than a few years ago. <laughs> um, uh, it, it's um, you know a wonder, isn't it, that they have so many sources of information available to them. Um, certainly, when I did my degree, um, Google wasn't available, which is um, quite a, you know a marvel in itself to mm-hmm. imagine life before Google. But that can complicate matters for students. And what I increasingly find with students that I work with is information overload. And there is so much information out there coming from a range of sources. Not all of them are reputable. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not all of them are even correct um, or factually accurate. The students actually find it very difficult, given the, the constraints on their time, to actually sort through all that and decide what's important, what they need to know about and how to tap into that information very quickly. So during the masterclass, I'm going to be giving some great pointers for um, getting to that information quickly, using Twitter effectively, Mm -hmm. so that you're not bombarded with all sorts of information that you haven't got time to read and sift through, and uh, pointing you in the right direction of where to do some quality politics revision yeah brilliant that sounds so helpful can you just give us an a um idea though for people who um, don't come to the masterclass about you know how to assess whether a source is um legitimate and reliable um when they're just looking at things so like maybe a few things to look for there okay well I think one of the biggest reasons that the students show an interest in politics in the first place is because there is that scope for for that variety mm-hmm. of different opinions and and that's what makes good politics and that's what increases students enjoyment of it and that's great um I know that it, it's it's certainly been an asset whenever I've taught a class where we have competing political views um not that I ever reveal mine um <laughs> although I've often been asked I always say I'm not telling you until you've finished your exams and then not because it's not my job to influence you yeah. it's my job to get you thinking um so it, it's a great thing that that students find they are exposed to all sorts of different opinions and different views however one of the pitfalls that students can fall into when they take their exams and they're they're doing exam questions in, in whatever um situation they're in is that yeah. they, they can sometimes get too carried away with those views and sometimes bring them in to their answers um, and that's a big no-no at A-level politics it's um, very very important to be able to hit that AO3 um, target the um, AO3 is all about making judgments and evaluating in an unbiased manner so we don't write in the first person but we do make it clear we are aware that other views exist so it is important to appreciate there are other views and to actually explore these other views but a a good starting point I would recommend is going to some very good quality reading to set you off in the right direction Mm -hmm. Um, and some very good recommendations would possibly be the Tim Marshall um, Prisoners of Geography and the Power of Geography not that it's about geography as such although it tells you exactly why the world is as it is today and why world leaders and politicians behave in the way that they do fascinating that's a great tip (laughs) okay so um 
what do students get wrong in A-level politics exams? Like, what, what are the big things that are routinely problems for students? Okay, well, in the masterclass, we're going to be tackling the difficulties that students face in getting top grades in the essay questions and in the source questions and also the political ideologies questions, which which many students find very challenging. Mm -hmm. So with the essays, the the biggest um, areas where students can throw away marks is by changing their minds halfway through. So politics examiners are looking for students to make their points in the introduction. So making your judgments in the introduction, actually answering the question in your introduction and following that through in a series of paragraphs in a logical and well-argued manner. Ending, of course, um, again, not, and not solely reserved for your conclusion because AO3 has to be present all the way through, but making sure that your evaluations are solid throughout and referred specifically back to in your conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, students um, find that sometimes they, they know so much about the subject because Generally speaking, in my experience, politics students know a lot about this subject because they live and breathe it. It's the sort of subject um, that it it just attracts those students that are naturally interested. So they are going to have um, and, and they do have, in my experience, strong areas of knowledge that they're eager to get across. And that's understandable. But what we've got to try and guard against is by putting too much AO1 knowledge in. Um, which puts at jeopardy, um, at risk, your AO2 and AO3, which is your your analysis and your evaluation. So too much sort of fact dumping um, and and not not enough knowledge. Yeah, I was actually talking to a student earlier this week on um, one of our coaching calls in the Extraordinaries Club, and it wasn't politics, it was a different subject, but um, she come across the same problem like she'd revised really hard for a test and then she got into the exam and the exam was all about application rather than just regurgitating the knowledge and she found that quite frustrating and then I explained to her what was actually going on there and why the questions were as they were and I I think there's the strong misunderstanding often isn't there amongst students about the skills that really need to be displayed to get into those high marks isn't there and it's not that it's based on knowledge but it's not all about knowledge is it absolutely and in the masterclass I'm going to be showing students a foolproof way of ensuring that every paragraph can get you an A star so if you follow the process (laughs) um, it, it really is very simple Um, But it's the sort of thing that many schools often leave to last because they're busy teaching content. So the valuable skills which students need, which are very actually very simple and straightforward to learn, um, often get left to the last moment. So I'm going to be giving students a strategy um, that they can use starting immediately to actually improve their grades. Amazing. <laughs> um, that's particularly the case with source questions as well, because many students um, feel lost with source questions. Um, sometimes they get thrown when they don't understand the wording, but equally, you know, 
um, the, the same things happen year after year. Mm. Um, and from the examiner's reports, it's very, very simple to see the common mistakes that are being made. So it, it will be you know, great to be able to help students master those source questions with confidence. Amazing. Well, that's so exciting that you're going to show people exactly how to write to get an A star. So I can't wait for that. <laughs> OK, um, so the next thing I want to ask you about, you, I mean, we we're just talking about essay writing, but can you give any specific tips about A-level politics essays and how to write them? Yes, definitely. So um, lower down the school, often teachers will refer to the Peel strategy. Yeah. Um, for allowing students to recognise a formula and to remember a formula which will serve them in an exam situation when timing's um, an issue, um, they need to perform um, as best as they can in a short space of time. I've got a slightly different strategy that I'm going to be teaching students. It's it's slightly um, refined. It's it's not the PEEL, which does students very well at GCSE and sometimes at A-level, but with politics, the strategy that we, we tend to use and find most effective is PEA, mm-hmm. the structure in your paragraphs, that's point, um, evidence and explanation, and then application for your A at the end, which is a reminder to refer back to the question so that you can display that you have hit that AO3 um, target requirement um, and you have made substantiated judgments throughout Oh, I can't wait to see the detail of that in the masterclass. That's yeah, it sounds really, really good. Okay, my fifth question for you is basically how to revise A-level politics. We've covered lots of different skills associated with succeeding in A-level politics, but have you got any specific advice on revision? Yes, and um, a lot of it is um, is going to sound very familiar to, to all of those students out there and parents who are familiar with the club. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they're based upon very similar strategies. The, the main um, point to get across to students is that you cannot revise effectively unless you are applying your knowledge. So that's going to mean that you need to actually have a go at exam questions. We need to get really familiar with our exam board website because not only um, do you need your exam questions, you also need the mark scheme so that you can be sure that what you've written is right and correct and you can mark it with confidence because only then will you know um, what level you've achieved and what marks you've achieved. So application is absolutely key for revising politics. That insight is just so important, isn't it? I call it learning to think like an examiner. And you can only really give the examiner what they need to see when you understand how they're thinking and what what they're absolutely absolutely and every student's different there are many strategies which work for some students but not other not others however having worked with um a a vast number of 
politics students um, up to degree level. I do know the kinds of strategies that work most. Um, many students, for example, like to use flashcards when revising the ideologies because they find the ideologies um, quite tricky because we've got to remember to include the different strands within those ideologies. Mm -hmm. So with the conservatism, you've got um, the new right, you've got traditional conservatism um, and you, you've got um, well, nation conservatism as well. So flashcards can be an effective way of recording that information. I'm also going to be showing students um, a couple of quality places to look for revision exercises and activities on politics. There is a lot out there, but as I say, it's very, very difficult sometimes to cut through and find the, the, the best quality resources that there are. So I'm going to be giving students um, the, the knowledge they need to be able to practice and go to the right places to get information. Amazing. Well, that sounds so exciting. And um, I mean, politics is, is just... I mean, it's pervaded all our lives. I'm a bit of a political <laughs> junkie, if I'm honest. I'm like, I follow it all very <laughs> closely. But I mean, it's just been massive, hasn't it, for at least half a decade. What has this led to more jobs, more opportunities in the political field? I mean, what 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 can students get out of studying politics other than a politics A-level? Well, I'm very biased because I've always loved the subject. And although I didn't study it at A-level because it wasn't an option um, at my school at that time, it's thankfully a lot more popular now. Um, and many students have the option to study it at A-level. And, uh, you know, I, I, as I teach it, I know we, we, we talk about it being very exciting. Um, there, there is never a dull moment in politics. So if you have an inquiring mind, a politics qualification can set you up for a fantastic career, not just in politics. It really is staggering all the different career opportunities out there for politics students. Um, we can um, sort of name uh, careers such as journalism, HR, um, social policy. And it's, it's often the case that many students once they find the, the element of politics, whether that be UK, US or global even, mm -hmm. as it was for me, that, that's my um, biggest love. Global politics, um, you know, it's amazing. Some students don't actually want to leave university. They actually want to continue um, that research path. And, and that's a fantastic thing. So it, it is a big um you know, it is a big opportunity for students at the moment. I don't think there's ever been a dull moment in politics. If you have that inquiry in mind, um, even uh, the times where nothing much appears to be happening, then it's all going on behind closed doors. And that's the exciting bit. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I'm. Um... I'm just so excited about this masterclass. I wish I'd studied politics at A-level, to be honest. Um, but, never too late, Lucy. Never too late. I was about to say it. <laughs> Maybe it isn't. In theory. <laughs> okay. Um, can you just give us a lowdown on exactly what you're going to cover in the a How to Revise A-level Politics Masterclass? Yes. So I'm going to be equipping students which you know, with, with, with six um, 
in my view, are unmissable skills. And it's more important than ever, I think, that, that students um, this year really tune into what it is that's going to get them that A star. I'm aware that many students out there will be will be holding offers for Oxbridge um, and you know quality Russell Group universities, wherever it is they're going, it's very, very important to students to be able to get those grades. Yeah. And some students have unfortunately faced disruption over the last two years and that will have impacted their studies so it has created a lot of pressure on students so they're obviously going to want to be doing the best they can uh, and get the best grades possible so I've put together six areas um, where students can quickly tap into to improve their grades instantly and of course we're aiming for A stars here um, most politics students I know want to be at least aiming above a B and the good news is that's really simple to do as long as you know where to look. So first of all I'm going to be equipping students with a wealth of up-to-date case studies given the fact that a lot of our textbooks were printed in 2018 and they're, they're very very outdated now and that's really important because every year the examiners point to the fact that students should be using up-to-date case studies. Mm-hmm. in their answers um, for example um, one examiner's report said well we, we see a lot of fathers for justice as a pressure group used why are students not using extinction rebellion mm-hmm. so I'm going to be bringing you right up to date with all the latest case studies that will maximize your grade also we're going to be looking at what goes wrong um, with essay answers um, and also challenges that students have with source questions Mm -hmm. so looking at the common pitfalls looking at how to fix those quickly and importantly looking at some real worked examples actually seeing what it looks like to write an a-star paragraph in politics and that's really really important just have just allowing students to see what that looks like in reality um so i've also got um looking at the different strands um within political ideologies which is an area where students tend to to lose marks and looking at ways in which they can best revise that and finally helping them to um find the right sources of information quickly because time is short um, for most students say where to look for the best twitter feeds who to follow um where to unfollow it, it, as the case may be um and students will go away with knowing exactly what to do what to put in place how to tweak their revision and how they can actually move from their current grade towards being more confident of getting that A star, whether you're taking the exams this year or whether you're building up towards that, whether you're in year 12 and you're building up towards that next year. Well, that sounds absolutely fantastic. And I absolutely can't wait. So if people are watching this or listening to this and they're like, yes, (laughs) we need some of this, (laughs) um, you'll find the link to sign up for the How to Revise A-Level Politics Masterclass um, somewhere around this video or this audio, wherever you are listening or watching to it. Um, 
and you can email us at hello at lifemoreextraordinary.com if you need help finding that link to sign up it's happening on the 26th of february and it will be recorded and if you can't make it live you can watch the recording and it will be in the club until it needs updating (laughs) at some time at some point in the future Okay, thank you so much, Zoe, for sharing your expertise with us today. I really can't wait until the 26th for the Masterclass. Thank you, me too. I'm very excited. And thank you for listening or watching. Have a wonderful day and goodbye. Goodbye.